Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. And go ahead and stand with me and turn your Bibles to the book of John chapter 14. John 14. Today I'm going to be talking on reclaiming your peace. Reclaiming your peace. John 14 verse 27 says this, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I love how the the NLT puts it. It says this, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So do not be troubled or afraid. Someone say, "Don't don't be troubled or afraid. Come on, say it again. Don't be troubled or afraid. Let's pray. Father, this morning, I thank you for your word. God, it's the only thing we have to stand on in moments where we don't know. It's the only hope we have, God, in moments that we don't understand. God, it's the the very lifeline that we need when we are drowning in life, when life seems to overtake us. So, Lord, I'm thankful for your word today. And I pray as a result of it, let us never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, we all say, amen. You may be seated this morning. He says, peace I leave with you. How many could use a little more peace in your life right now? Come on, how many of you guys got a lot of chaos going on? You got things that are taking place in your life. You got worry, you got fear, you got doubt, you got a lot of other things going on. We could use a little bit of peace in our life. How many of you guys could use a little bit of good news today? Come on, I know that I can. You know, this week, as I was telling you, this week has been a rough week. It seemed like I was getting phone call after phone call after phone call of things that were just rough to hear, things that were just tough to hear. But you know what? We are going to go through moments like that in life. We're going to face difficult moments. We're not exempt from facing difficult moments. We are going to face hardships. We're going to go through things that we would rather not have gone through. We're going to hear news. We're going to face things that, man, I wish we would have never, ever faced. Phone calls I wish we would have never gotten. Text messages we would have never gotten. Facebook posts or Twitter posts that we wish we would have never seen. But you know what? That's life. We face some difficult moments. But I love what Jesus tells us here in John 14. He says, peace I leave with you. You know, out of all the things that he could have left with us, he left us authority. It says all authority has been given to me. He left us the helper. And of all the things else he could have left us, he says, I leave you my peace. He leaves us that because he knew that we would face difficult moments in our life when we would need to depend upon the peace of God. Moments that we didn't understand. Moments where our mind just went crazy. Moments that our heart literally stopped. Moments that breath was stolen away from us. And he says, in those moments, I leave with you my peace. And he says, because of that, do not be troubled. Don't be afraid. He says, it's not the peace that the world gives. You see, because the world's peace means it's absence from chaos. The world's peace or the definition of peace is the absence of trouble. But if you've lived a day on this world, you understand that that's impossible. Even in your best day, you still have trouble. 
Even in your best day, your, the day where you get up and your hair just looks amazing. You don't got to do much to it. Your breath smells very good. Your clothes aren't wrinkled. You don't even got to iron. Even on your best day, we still face trouble. God knew. Jesus knew. So when he leaves, he leaves us with this promise. I give you and leave you my peace. You see, there is nothing that we as believers go through that should have the power to take our peace. There's nothing that we face, no news that we face, there's no gut punches that we face, there's no tragedies that we face that gives us, that should have the power to take our peace. But you know what, the thing I've seen in believers over this past year and a half of this pandemic, the thing I've seen is that some of us have found ourselves in the midst of chaos, in the midst of trouble, we found ourselves in a place of fear and not of peace, and we've surrendered what God has given to us. You see, that's why some people are still at home watching because they're fearful. But God says, I didn't leave you fear. He actually says, I haven't given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He gave us those things. He gave us peace. He says, I want to leave you my peace out of all things. He says, my peace I give to you. There is nothing that we face Well, Pastor Nick, that's easier said than done. No, there's nothing that we face. You see, we've all been through some junk in life. We've all been through some hardships in life. I've been through my own. I I got my own story to tell as well. But I'm thankful in those moments for God's peace. I'm thankful in those moments for God's consistency. I'm thankful in those moments where I didn't understand moments that I thought, man, God, I'm serving you. Why do I get this as a reward for serving you? I'm thankful in those moments that I have. His peace. Thankful that I have his peace today. You see, many people live in a perpetual cycle of chaos and trouble, and the thought of peace seems so far-fetched. Some of you today are tired. You're exhausted. You've walked in. You are beat up by life. You're beat up by news. You're beat up by bills. You're beat up by finances. You're beat up by the fear of having your job or not having your job. You've got things that are coming against you at every angle. And you come here today and you're tired. You, you, you feel exhausted. And you came in because you know this is the right place to be. And during worship, you try to lift your hands, but maybe you didn't have the strength to do so. Those online, you try to worship God, but maybe it just didn't feel like it was getting anywhere. It was hitting the ceiling and coming right back in. Have you ever prayed? and it felt like the prayers were being reflected right back down and ashes of God. Are you even hearing me? Are you even hearing me? Many of us live in a perpetual cycle of chaos and trouble. And the thought of peace seems so far-fetched because peace for some of us is not a permanent resident. It's often an unexpected visitor. It's not a permanent resident, it's an unexpected visitor. You're thankful when it shows up, but you wish it would stay a little longer. That's why when you come to church, you feel the peace of God, but then when you get in the car and drive home, it's like you got to go back to what you call reality. Can I tell you what you call reality? God doesn't call your reality. He has a different reality set for us. 
He has a different reality that says in the midst of the storms of life that you could still have peace. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of the most devastating news that you could ever hear, in the midst of the most trying times of sickness, of of depression, in the midst of all those things, he says, I still can give you my peace. It's the very reason some of you are still here right now. It's because God gave you peace. It's the reason you woke up today, because some of you felt like, I don't even feel like waking up any longer. Maybe some of you online right now, you feel like, I don't feel like getting up right now. But God's peace that he puts inside of you that says, I don't give like the world gives. It's that peace that allows you to get up in the morning, that peace that allows you to continue to go on. It's like, it's like a breath of air coming up from being underwater. If I could just catch my breath, then you know what I know I'll be. Okay, but that's not how he intended us to live. For some of us, it's peace is not a permanent resident. It's often an unexpected visitor. You get just enough peace to make it through. Just enough peace not to quit on your marriage. Just enough peace not to quit in your job. Just enough peace not to take your kids to that adoption center. Just enough peace not to walk away from everything. Just enough, and it gives you the hope just to make it through. Listen, God, doesn't, God never told us that he wants to give us just enough to make it through. He always gives us over and abundance. He wants to give you a lifestyle of peace today. You see, that is not God's design for our life, for us to live And just a little drop of peace here, and a little drop of peace here, and a little drop of peace there. And every now and then you get a relief from the pressures of life. No, he says, in the pressures of life, I want you to be consistently in my peace. Come on, can you say amen this morning? You see, peace was never intended to be something we experience every now and then. It's supposed to be a lifestyle. We are supposed to have a lifestyle of peace. Peace isn't something that we get every now and then. It's a lifestyle that God says, why? Because it's a gift that he gave to us. He says, my peace, I'm leaving with you. His peace doesn't come when we're going through troubles and and different when we're not going through. His peace is consistently peaceful all the time. And that's how, as believers, he wants us to live. Sad reality is that one of the first things we surrender when we face trouble is our peace. The first thing that usually goes when we go through troubles and trying times is our peace. How do I know that? Because most of our thoughts is, oh no, what are we going to do now? Most of our responses to trouble is, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Most of our responses is to go into a panic mode. Most of our responses is to go into a fear-based mind. Most of our responses in those moments, fear and peace cannot operate in the same place. And so when our natural response is fear, peace can't be there because they don't operate together. It's like sweet water and bitter water cannot come from the same well. And so here we are, we're living in a fear-based mind, but we love God. Here we are, we're living in panic, but we, we love God. We read scriptures that say, peace I leave with you, but we're still dealing here with fear and we're still dealing here with panic. We got all these things going on. We can't live in peace if we have those things going on. And the first thing we often surrender when we're facing troubles is our peace. But 
the greater reality is this, that the antidote to our chaos and trouble is his peace. The very thing we surrender is the very thing that gets us out. We're killing ourselves. We're damaging ourselves because we've surrendered the very thing that God's given us to make it through the storms of life. You see, I don't know about you, but maybe you read a scripture that I didn't read, but I've never read a scripture that says because I'm blood-bought, washed, and filled with the Holy Spirit that I'll never face troubles in life. I've never seen that. I've heard people talk about it, but I've never found it in my Bible, and I've searched a lot for it. You see, we think because God loves us and we're favored by God that we won't face troubles. We'll read the book of James. James clearly puts it there for us to see. In this life, you will have troubles. In this life, you will face difficult moments. In this life, you will hear news that you rather wish you didn't hear. In this life, you will go through some things. In this life, you'll have sickness in your body. In this life, your children will get sick. In this life, someone will pass away way too young. In this life, we will have troubles. Be of good cheer. In this world, you have troubles. Be of good cheer, though. I've overcome the world. You see, he always gives us hope in the midst of our troubles. He always drops a little bit of peace in the midst of our troubles. He always gives us the greater reality is that the very thing that God gave us to go through our troubles, to navigate when we don't understand is called his peace. And we can't surrender the very thing that he's given us to make it through. See, many of us have surrendered the very thing that God has, that has the ability to pull us through our troubles. I don't know about you this morning. I am thankful. I am grateful for God's peace. I don't understand how it shows up. I don't understand how it's got me through. But you know what? I'm grateful. I don't have to understand it. I am just thankful today that his peace has pulled me through. I am thankful it's the very thing that helped me to fight back when life was overtaking me. It's the very thing that gave me hope. It's the very thing that helped to wake me up. It's the very thing that put a smile on my face when I just received the most devastating news. It's the very thing that kept me consistent in my walk with God when I felt like giving up. It's the very thing that's helped you through. It's the peace of God. Don't surrender it. It's time to get it back. Someone say, I want it back. Someone say, I'm coming for my peace. Say, it's mine. It's been given to me by my Father in heaven, and I'm getting it back. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says this. I know I just have verse 7 up, up there, but it says this. Be anxious... For nothing. Anybody face that? You've been anxious for a lot of things? He says, be anxious. Paul writes, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. You see, when we surrender our peace to God, what also comes with that is that we surrender our prayer life. And when we surrender our prayer life, I'm pretty sure we surrender our devotional life. So we have no lifeline, no encouragement coming our way, yet you are facing one of the greatest battles of your life, and you've given up the very hope line, the lifeline that God's given to you. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. 
Let your request be made known to God. And listen, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Not some understanding, but it surpasses all understanding. Will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It surpasses all understanding, meaning this, I don't know how he does it. But I am thankful that he does. I don't know how he woke me up. I don't know how he put a smile on my face. But I am thankful that he does. I don't know how he offers it. I don't know how he stays consistent. When I am inconsistent in my trust in him, I don't know how he does it. But I'm thankful that he does. Are you thankful this morning? Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication. You see, to have the peace of God means you have to take it to him. Some of us have walked away. I've seen some faithful people, some people that I thought were rock solid in their faith, walk away because they face troubles. Walk away. I've seen some strong marriages begin to disintegrate because they faced a difficult moment. I've seen families just begin to fall apart because they face difficult moments. Listen, not in the kingdom. This is not how God intended things to be for us in the kingdom. And we have to put on a mindset that says either we're with God or without God. We do not get to choose and pick what we want to do. We're either with God and I trust his word wholly or I don't trust it at all. We don't get to choose and pick. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God surpasses all understanding. You see, peace is not the absence of trouble. It's the awareness of the presence of God in you and with you. Come on, peace is not the absence of trouble. The world's definition and Webster's definition of peace is the absence of chaos and trouble. It's when everything is just going great in life, but we've already established that life just isn't like that. That's a fairy tale kind of land that those people live in. But you know what? Peace is not the absence of trouble. It's the awareness of the presence of God in the midst of our trouble. That means I can hear devastating news and still know that he's with me. And because he's with me, I can make it through this thing that I'm facing. You see, when I'm fully aware that God is with me and that God is for me, I know in that moment there's nothing that can stop me. When I know that God is with me and that God is for me, I know in that moment that there's nothing that can stop me. I remember playing high school football in Manteca in the blazing heat, hot, hot summers. I remember practices and I remember games. And I remember there are moments that I would be down and out, but I always knew where my dad sat. I always knew his spot in the bleachers. I knew that I could look up there and without having him in my ear, without having him talk because of his presence there, I know that I was going to make it through the down, the down spiral that I was having in that moment. I could watch him and he would always stop and watch me practice for about 10 to 15 minutes as he was working. And I knew in that moment I could make it through. Can I tell you, God doesn't have to speak a word to you. God doesn't have to say anything to know that he's there. You're going to make it through. You're going to be okay. It's time to get the peace back that you've surrendered. 
to know that my father's there. Some of you have been praying and you're saying, I don't feel God. God's not about a feeling. His presence is with you. You've been saying, I haven't heard God in a while. It's okay just to know that he's there. You're going to make it through. Those of you online, just to know, just to know that God is with you should give you confidence enough to know that I will make it through this battle. This too shall pass. I don't need to feel God. Some of us are so touchy-feeling, we need to feel God. I need the goosebumps. Listen, there are moments that you don't feel any of that. You are so numb from the news you just heard. You don't feel anything at all. It's okay. I'm thankful that he's not a feeling. I haven't heard God. I haven't heard God in a long I'm so thankful that he doesn't just operate by his voice here in the mile. I'm thankful that his presence is consistently with me. I'm thankful that he leaves his promises. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Never said it was going to be easy and fun. Never said, come and follow me and everything's going to be great. But he does promise, I'll never leave you nor forsake you when I'm fully aware that God is with me and that God is for me, I know in that moment there is nothing that could stop me. Psalms 23 verse 4 says, Yay, not happy yay, but yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. How many of you guys felt like you've passed through that valley before? How many feel like you're passing through right now? Understand the Bible says, though I walk through, not though I build my house, This is not where I'm living. This is not where I'm staying. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no what? He says, I will fear no evil for you are what? You're with me. That's game settled right there. I know I am coming out of victor because he is with me. I know that no matter what the enemy throws at me, I'm coming out. uh, For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Can I just tell you today, you're going to make it. Come on. You are going to make it. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through. But you are going to make it. Pastor Nick, I don't feel like I'm going to make it. Just hold on. If I haven't heard God, it's okay. He's there. I haven't felt God. It's okay. He's there. He's consistent. He's consistent. You see, as believers, we will walk through some tough times. We will face things that seem unfair. But the peace of God is just as real in those moments. It's just as real in those moments as it is when everything in our life is working in our favor. Because his peace never changes and his peace never changes leaves us. It's real in those moments. I don't feel him. He's there. I haven't heard him. Trust me. He's there. You see, your peace can't be taken from you. You have to surrender it. Hear me, Omaha, if you could help me. Your peace can't be taken from you. It's something you have to surrender. Well, you know, this trouble I'm going through right now, it just stole my peace. It didn't. You gave it up. You know, these children, they're just taking my peace. No, they didn't. You gave it up. 
You know, the news I heard from my doctor, it stole my peace. No, it didn't. You gave it up. Your peace can't be taken from you. You have to surrender it. You see, we surrender our peace by giving up and giving in. Come on, some of you are at that moment right now. We surrender our peace by giving up and giving in. Instead of fighting any longer on your knees before the Lord and calling people together to come into agreement because there's power in agreement. What we've done is we've just come into agreement with the news the doctor gave us. And so here you are, you're a blood-bought believer, saved by grace, filled with the Holy Spirit, yet you're doubting God's ability to heal you. Peace just left you at that moment. Here you are, you just got devastating news. You've got laid off. You got bills to pay, a mortgage to pay, and you have no clue how you're going to make it. And you go into panic mode. Peace just left you at that moment. Pastor Nick, you're talking a fairy tale kind of a message. No, I'm just speaking the gospel. I'm just a messenger, I'm not the message. This word applies to me because I found myself in these moments in life before. How are we going to make it? I thank God for his moments like that because I could fall upon his peace. And I could honestly say, I don't know how we made it. But baby, I'm still standing. I, I don't know how we've made it through. I, I don't know how I'm still able to give hope when there are moments in my life where I felt hopeless. But here I am today, not mad at you, love you enough to tell you it's time to get your peace back. The peace you've surrendered, the peace you've walked away from, the peace you've given up on, the very gift God's given to you, those online, the very gift he's given to you, it's time to get it back. We don't lose our peace, we surrender it. As I close today, Mark 4, 35 and 38, I know Pastor Dan preached on this. And I got this scripture in the King James Version on purpose because I love the last line of it. And the same day when the even was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship And there were also with him other little ships, and there arose a great storm of wind and waves beat into the ship, so that it was not, so that it was now full, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Do you even care that we're dying? Do you even care what we're going through? You see, the disciples had come to the conclusion that this was the way how things were going to end for them. 
They came to that conclusion. I guess this is how it's going to go down. Some of you right now, you're at that very conclusion. I guess this is the way things are going to end for me. I guess I'm going to go out sick. I guess our marriage is going to go out broken. I guess our children are going to go out separated from God. I guess we're going to go out broke. I guess we're going to lose everything. I guess we're going to this and I guess we're going to... They had come to the conclusion that this was how things were about to end. Why? Because they go from, go from rowing in the boat and navigating this storm to now in total panic. Peace had left them. They're telling God, carest thou not? Do you even care that we're going through this right now? We are on the verge of dying. And you're here snoring in the ship. You see, they gave it their best shot. They exhausted all of their nautical knowledge. These were experienced fishermen. They had been through storms like this before. They gave it their best shot. And for some of you this morning, you've given it your best shot. You've given it all you got. And you still came up short. Giving it my best shot. I've exhausted all my resources. I got nothing left in the tank. It looks like this is how it's going to end. Honey, we're done. We're losing the house. They're taking the car. And they might be taking the dog back. We are finished. You've gone into panic. And where panic is, peace can't dwell. You've eliminated the very lifeline he's given you to navigate you through those storms of life. The disciples had given up. See, how do we surrender our peace in the midst of troubles? We simply stop being aware of God's presence. We stop being aware that God is with you all the time. While the disciples were fighting this storm, they forgot that they had the very answer in the boat already. Can I tell you, the answer is inside of you already. It's already inside of you. You don't have to search. You don't have to look. Oh, God, where are you? He's right there with you. You just have to trust his word. When you don't feel him, trust his word. When you haven't heard him, trust his word. He's consistently good all the time. His peace never changes. It's a gift he gave to you. It wasn't until the very end that they finally go and wake up Jesus. Can I ask you a question? How much longer do you need to live in chaos and trouble? How much longer do you need to face this storm on your own strength? How many more times do you need to come to the result that you don't have what it takes to get through the storm all by yourself? How much more time, how much more trouble, how much more chaos do you have to face? How much more fear needs to come into your life until you go and wake up Jesus, until you go and wake up peace inside of you? How much more do you have to face? The answer was in the boat with them already. They don't have to face any more chaos. Don't have to face any more trouble. We may not be exempt from trouble, but we sure could have peace in the midst of it. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes with me this morning. Those online, 
I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes unless you're driving and keep them open. Some of us have surrendered our peace to fear. We've surrendered our peace to chaos, to trouble. We've surrendered our peace of everything God's given to us to make it through the storms that we face. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. You're here this morning, maybe watching us online. You can say, Pastor Nick, I need to get my life right with God. Maybe you've veered so far off course that you've, you've, you've just walked away. You're here today because this is what you do on Sunday mornings, but you're not really here. And you say, I need to get my life right with God or rededicate my heart to him today. If that's you, I'm going to ask you simply just to raise up your hands. I want to pray with you. That's the first thing we're going to get back is the joy that God's given to us through our salvation. If that's you here today, amen, amen. Anybody else? Those online, if that's you, amen, in the back. If that's you there online, I want you just to type that. That's me in the chat. That's me. Secondly is this. You've surrendered your peace. And you've gone into panic. You've surrendered your peace. And you've been living in a land of trouble. You've surrendered in your, your peace. You moved onto a street called chaos. And today you would say, Pastor Nick, I want to reclaim the peace that God's given to me in my life. I want to reclaim the peace that he promised to me. If that's you here this morning, you've been living in the land of chaos. And you're saying, Pastor Nick, I want God's peace back in my life. I don't want a feeling. I want God's peace. If that's you here today, I want you just to raise up your hand right where you're at. I want to pray with you. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? You need God's peace back in your life. You've been living in a perpetual cycle, amen, of chaos and trouble. Amen. That if you want God's peace back in your life, I'm just going to ask you to do me this favor. Stand with me and then come to these altars. I want to pray with you today. Whether you raise your hand to accept Christ or you just answer the altar call, I want you to come on up. I want to pray with you here today. Just make your way to the altars. Come on, I know there are more hands that went up. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Just come on up. I want to pray with you today. Get beyond the fear. Get beyond the doubt. It's time to reclaim your peace. He promised you it. It's yours. It's time to get it back. If you raise your hand to accept Christ, I'm going to ask you to stand in your feet and come to the altar as well. I want to lead you into a prayer. Listen, this is all part of the whole thing of getting your peace back. It's standing up in the face of everything that's telling you, stay seated. So if you raise your hand, go ahead and stand up. I want to pray with you today. God wants to do something in your life. For those that want to accept Christ or rededicate your heart, even those online, the Bible says this, that if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose again three days later, then you know what? Salvation's yours. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. 
If you would do me a favor, I want everyone at the sound of my voice, even those online as well, if you would repeat this prayer with me today. Say, Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you died on the cross and you rose again three days later for me. I confess you now as Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of the things I've done that have broken your heart. You are Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says if you said that prayer, then salvation's yours. If you did that, if you would do me a favor, those online, those here as well, if you would text the word ALIVE to 408-340-7703, we want to connect with you. We don't want to just connect with you just to have you in, in a log. No, we want to connect with you to help you walk this thing out. The Bible says to work out your, your salvation with fear and trembling. We want to help you to get better in your walk with Christ. So if you could do that, text ALIVE to 408-340-7703. We want to help you out. If not, just go ahead and, and put the word ALIVE there in the chat, and we will connect with you as well through that. But for the rest of you, I want to pray with you. The prayer team is going to come up, and we're going to pray as well. But I want to pray, Father, I thank you right now. I thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, I am grateful, Father, for the peace that I could have in the midst of our troubles. I'm thankful, Father God, that when I go through things that I don't understand, things that I don't agree with, I'm thankful that you are with me. I'm thankful, Father, that today I understand that even if I haven't heard you, even if I haven't felt you in a long time, you promised you would never leave me nor forsake me, and I hold on to that promise today. Lord, I reclaim the peace that I've surrendered through my panic. I reclaim the peace that I've surrendered through my trouble, through my chaos. I reclaim today the very peace I surrender, God, to these things. Lord, that in my chaos, I could have peace. In my trouble, I could have peace. Lord, when I've gotten the worst news, I could have peace. Lord, today, we reclaim the very peace you promised to us in Jesus' name. Listen, we're still praying for them, but I just want to let you know online, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us. We are honored that you show up every single week. We'd love to have you in the building, but you know what? God is, is, God is moving even through these airwaves. So like we always say, until we see you again, remember, love God, love people, and let's change the world. God bless you. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.